0: Hello there, this is Charlene, you are listening to the TESIO Open Mic Podcast, a podcast created by testers for testers. In the previous episode, the third one of this series about mastering bowel reporting, based on TESIO rules and professional expectations, our team leader Thomas shows us how important it is to describe the actual and expected results precisely and clearly when reporting a behavior like the captions on a movie.
1: I think we should go a little bit back to our first episode where I speak about the title and I say the title should help you to get an image out of the bug when you read the title. I think even more the results should form this first I think maybe slightly blurry image to make a real image. So. We have the rule, and I think I mentioned it already in the another episode for the steps, that a bug report should be only the written report. You must understand the whole bug out of the report when you read it, just watching the video. And I think to understand it, the results are the great way to do. Here you can explain in the actual uh, expected results what you really expect and why you expect it when you do the last step before the bug and you explain really what happened in the actuary side so you draw a picture you does not only say something is not working no one can understand something or something is not working you explain what you let's say you explain what you see in your screencast if you compare it with a mo- movie it's maybe this uh, closed captions you will explain What's happening for the one who doesn't watch it? So, the one who doesn't watch it can draw an own image out of it. So, you exactly know after you read the steps, the title, and then the results what the bug is about.
0: Welcome back, Thomas. Are you ready to wrap up this mini series?
1: Sure, I am happy to round off it today.
0: Thank you for joining us again. And today, in the last episode of this Mastering Bug Reporting mini series, that remember is about our bug form and the way it should be filled out when reporting bugs. So, today's last subject is the attachments of bug reports. And to start with this subject, let's talk about why attachments are important. Thomas.
1: As we talked about in the previous episodes, um each part of the bug report has their purpose and when we start from the title over the steps over to the actual side, I think the attachment is good for giving a whole overview of what was written it's a supporter for the bug report it supports the written part make it more understandable but should never replace it so if you mm. read all if you have a imagination about the bug so you can then look into the attachment and you will see it, how it really on the website, and it's also a proof for the bug. So it's not only written, it's proof it and visualize it, what you have written down before.
0: Agreed, agreed. So, well, let's crack on with the example section of this episode. And for the first example, we have a Chris Goldbar report. And the title is, Throwing Error When a User Enter Berlin." on search location field and it has 3 steps the first one is open the site and there there is the url of the website correctly second step click on pick up and return locations and third step enter berlin and observe the error actual result when a user enters berlin the app shows an error expected result should be a should be appearing error when a user enters Berlin. So let's go with the attachment, Thomas, please, of this report. Mm,
1: yeah, from reading the report, it's all like Berlin is written once with an A and once with an E. So yes. it seems like the report has an issue and I think it's good then that the attachment helps to understand if it was a writing error in this case or a real issue. So, let's see. I am excited.
0: It it is really interesting.
1: Oh, I open the video and I see a mobile device was used. Yes. Uh, Right now, I see the tester at least correctly. It has a visualization for the clicks so we can exactly see where and what the tester is clicking. That's good already. Really good. I see the length is 26 seconds. Sounds a little bit long.
0: For the steps.
1: For the bug report, for the steps. Yeah, would be much faster. Let's see what happened. Okay, the tester right now typing in, ah, so typing mm-hmm. in Berlin, but not the really written version with E, the correct version. It's writing it with A. Okay, so the report is correct. Or the steps are correct, it's written with an A instead of the real name with E. So we see here in this report with the attachment that it's not a mistake in typo, it's really doing wrong, so we know the bug report won't be valid, and that's maybe why no one really can reproduce it. So right now the tester is deleting the word again and write it again wrong to show an error.
0: Yes. So, overall, how do you like this, this attachment?
1: Um, the attachment is a little bit long. Like I say, uh, the tester type it again. So, we can do it in half of the time, even the tester with this typing style. Without, uh, so, way too long. Hmm. It shows the date at the end correctly and fast. Very good. It swipe down the info bar to show the date and the time. And in less than a second, but long enough that you can read it when you uh trained in it, so create In this case, it shows that you, where very clicks, very good, but also it shows that the bug is not valid. So it helps to evaluate the issue, because the one who maybe write it correctly then uh, is wondering why he doesn't can re- reproduce the bug.
0: Yeah, so how would you show on your screencast if you were the tester submitting this report, Thomas?
1: Mm, I would prepare it a little bit better, faster. I would not swipe so often to reload, I would start the recording when I'm doing the uh, reloading. I would only show the input typing once, because it shows the Mm. already once, so I can save much more time. But the rest, I must say, the attachment is good. You take care of the most important parts. We can see the URL field, which is important. We can see the input done uh, with the visualization. So we see what and where the tester click. It shows the date at the end. Could be also at the start, but at the end is also okay. So you can see when the mm-hmm. record was done. So it shows the most important part in general. The quality is good. Everything can be clearly read on the screen. Nothing was cut, accelerated. You can follow at least where the tester was and what the tester is doing. I think that's the most important part of all of the long and many rules we have. And I checked it in many different browsers. Also mm. good, it plays in every browser. We sometimes have the issue that some uh, uh, screencasts have a codec which doesn't run in each browser. Like and it Android in Chrome, but not in Safari or not in Firefox or not in Edge Chromium. So, And by all rules, we cannot force a customer to use any browser. Specific browser to play it, so should use a screen recording uh, codec, which is supported by each browser. This one too. I just checked, so this one is good too.
0: Good. So, and talking about the length of a screencast, what about this screencast about a reproduction? It's a reproduction of a website, and I just wanna say that is fifty-three seconds long. Can you tell us a little bit about the attachment?
1: Yeah, 53 seconds is way too long. In general, yes. we say 10 to 15 seconds, also in the academy. Sometimes you cannot keep this time, but it should never be longer than original VBAC. It Should normally be much shorter. True. So I think 53 seconds sounds already for a reproduction way too long in any case, without knowing the original V-Bug or seeing it. Agreed. So would we like to jump in? I will open and look yes, at please. it. So, what do I see? I see a customer website, looks like an internal admin area or account area. Yes. Mm, what I see at first is, is the desktop. Good is here, I can see the URL bar again. I can evaluate which browser was used. The time is shown, also in an English format, the date. So, it's readable it in Letters, I can so f- uh, instantly evaluate these topics. Very good. The whole screen is clearly seeable. So the quality is good enough to see and read everything happening on the screen. Let's go further. Okay, what I see here already in this moment, the testers clicking and putting things into the fields, but I cannot see any mouse cursor. So the mouse cursor is hide. I must trust where the tester click. I cannot follow it, I don't see where the tester is right now So only see changes on the screen without seeing where and what was clicked This is already wrong because you cannot follow and you cannot see what was happening And our rules say each click and so on, each action must be clearly visible
0: True, and what about the actions? He, uh, the tester is on the referral program page Yes and the issue here in the original report is that the share your referral link button is not copying the link if you paste it somewhere else. So this is what is the, the this reproduction is about. And the tester shows that in the first four seconds. And then for some reason, redo everything. Okay.
1: I can see I'm just switching around and looking. It's... He click on a button, yeah, now I see, before I haven't even seen that he clicked because I only see the tester going up to the options of mm. the Chrome. Haven't even Cream. seen the action in the screen. That's why yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normally good to see some impact that your eye focus on it. Exactly. And he doesn't even show much of it. It say copied on the button and then the tester pastes it in a new browser tab and I can see a referral link with a referral number. So I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if he have it before inside or not. I cannot see any details because right now he posts a link with a referral. And after submitting it, it it seems that this referral link doesn't load. But it was copied. It looks at least copied.
0: Yes. And all the other actions were not visible.
1: Okay, now at the end, I see he clicking somewhere and go back to the website, loading the landing page of the website. He paused and resume as far as I see on the top bar, the screencast is not allowed. And even with 53 seconds, so I think the tester even needed much more time to doing such a simple thing. When it says the bug report is about copying the link and that the link doesn't open or something, then I think the tester was finished after 10 seconds. Yeah. So, many mistakes
0: here. Yeah, uh, too many.
1: Okay. So, overall, 10 seconds would be enough. It should clearly show where the tester click, And it should never pause the screencast if not instructed by the team leader.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, um, well, let's go for the last one for this episode. And uh, this one is a uh, user story. The user story says... After quiz completion, multiple raw beauty products are not recommended together. Let's go with the, with the screencast, with the attachment okay. of the user okay. story. I can see again, it's
1: very long. I would yes. say it should not be more than 15 seconds. This one is 43 seconds long. So about three times of the length we, should, uh, we allow. Uh, I agree sometimes it's hard with this rule for the user stories because the user stories are sometimes longer than this up to 5 minutes depending on the topic so what should you show? I think an excerpt or the final step of it would be enough and can describe it so when you show for example the last 15 seconds of it you can prove that you have done all or when somewhere an error happens that you cannot finish the user story this part, this 50 seconds. Show important parts, but only one part. 15 seconds, the most important part, prove it. The first thing I can see here, the tester uses a highlighter for the mouse, but I mm. cannot see when the tester clicks. So it's good, it's helpful. You can see at least where the mouse is, but you never see when the tester clicks. So you, you doesn't fulfill here the requirement again to see the actions fully on the screen. So maybe the test is misunderstood the rule in this case. Mm. Let's check the other requirements. We can see the whole screen clearly, we can see the browser used, the URL bar, good. We can see also the date in Latin and English, very good. So all is fulfilled here very well. What I can see is that the tester has many tabs open which are not connected to the bug report and some seems to be even out of maybe another test. So, be aware, never show other tests, invitation mail, your dashboard with other testers, test names, and so on. Make a new tab where you never show. One common mistake, and when I see this, is always right now, and I see it often. Yes. You can see invitation mails or other testers' tests by the tab bar when another test uh, is open on your dashboard. Something exists. Like and one golden rule is never show it. It will lead to an instant rejection if the team leader sees it.
0: True. Also like on on cell phones there is the notifications
1: there. Yeah, something exists. Or when you show that for example, another one is often what happened, maybe testers not aware. You use the same email address where you get your invitation mails or other mails mm. from this testing. So you can see, for example, other testers' content in this invitation mails when you try to show a problem with the email. Mm. You're maybe not aware of it, but so. Keep aware not to show other testers and uh, customers information in the screencasts Yes, definitely oh. Okay, let's go on What we can see else here in this report This is very long The tester fill in data, that's okay, some are pre Not always good to show, but I think in this case should be okay because the tester only fill in data which seems not to be related to the issue
0: yeah, to the user story.
1: click a bug, uh, button. And this button load and load and load. So, here yeah, I think, why is it so long for the area the tester shoes for this user story? Seems like he used an area where he have to input or she have to input many data, which cost time. Click on a button, which just loaded about 10-15 seconds, maybe. So, mm. all this time is wasted. And, my yes. opinion... The customer and team leader, and maybe even other testers, uh, time should not be wasted by too long screencasts. A tester, customer feel annoyed when waiting for something which is not related to the screencast. So you sit there for 30, 40 seconds, where you can take 10 seconds. Count it up. It's not only one time that you lose this 20 seconds. You c- maybe have it 10 times, 20 times, 50 times a test. Count together how much time you lose on it, which you can save. Yourself and everyone else, and even yourself, you can save time when you record a screencast for 50 seconds instead of 10 seconds. You lose yourself 40 seconds with recording only. Yes, absolutely agree. So keep it short. Show the important things. Don't
0: waste someone's time. Yeah, and optimize test testing time because from 10 seconds for to 43 seconds, they, that's a lot of testing time wasted.
1: Indeed and what I see here right now too I let it play a bit while we talk Uh, at the end of the screencast the tester tried to show it and then what we often see before clicking a button or something the tester swipe or moves the mouse around 5 times in a row (laughs) (laughs) 5 seconds each time about the link to show the area show it shortly once if it's it's helpful like before Mm -hmm. clicking the final button show it once that you're there but not for 5 seconds, 1 second Mm -hmm. Maybe make a small gesture, but not move the mouse around for five seconds to show here I am, here I am, here I am. <laughs> so it's okay. yeah. Take your time, half a second, a second is okay. To help the one who f- watch it to focus on this area, maybe, but don't make it too long. <laughs> no one wants to wait five seconds to see where you move your mouse around one part. That's the website. <laughs> no one indeed. <laughs> Thank you Thomas. What I'm thinking, always think you can show things shorter. The so one who record, uh, uh, check it can scroll it can forward and backwards in the screencast so if something is unclear you can go back but that's active when you need it to not force to wait so long. Like we say the golden rule is show the last action which trigger it. Uh, like a button if it happens on a website show the reload. So you have to have a clear action which trigger it show the reload of the website show the click of the button and then the bug with it. Don't do too long. Yeah. Uh, what is maybe also important is always a screencast or the attachment never replaces the information in the report. The report must stand always on its own. The screencast is always only for proving and visualizing it.
0: Yes, yeah, you have mentioned uh, that's that's correct indeed. They are just uh, the support of the report.
1: Yeah. So I think that's the main goal also of the attachment. Yes, a it is. Role. a proof mm. and supporter role
0: only. Mm, only. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and experience on how to make attachment for bug reporting with our listeners, Thomas, and for all the advice, uh, tips and tricks to improve bug reports and with them, our careers.
1: Thanks for inviting me and I hope it will help our testers and customers to make easier and faster, reports in a better quality. I think somehow if you think of all and bring it into your natural flow and invest 5 seconds maybe more or 10 seconds more in your report, it will improve a lot already. And over time, without even thinking or working hard on it, I think it comes then in the natural flow and every one of us should have the own requirement to improve and give the best quality to represent yourself the best way you can.
0: Splendid, splendid advice, Thomas. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Tessa your open mic podcast. And following along this mini-series, Mastering Ball Reporting with Thomas. If you want to know more about us, what we do, how we do it, and build a QA testing career in the IT industry from scratch, hit the subscribe button. And if you want to listen to our private podcast, please join our Discord community directly from your Tessa account. Take care, stay safe, and stay tuned. Cheers.